So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind when? From 4 to 5 p.m. every Tuesday. We're at WPRK 91.5 FM, the best in basement radio. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. This is episode number 54. 54. 54, 54. And as you hear him now, he is back from West Virginia. It is Tom the Elderberry. Salutations, John. You want some shine? Oh, uh, some shine, shine on. Shine on. I like to shine on. Mm. It's, it's I, I like it as clear as water. I don't like any kind of taste added. I just like it as clear as water and then go, go. Speaking of which, our nice little clink. Clink. Clink to start out the show with. We weren't here last week. Uh, you, uh, they just heard I'm drinking a juice box. <laughs> so we weren't. We didn't have a show last week um, because basically it's hard on Saturday. Whenever it's the Pulse Remembrance Day, um, I was and I I stayed at home and watched the stuff on TV since I wasn't going to be there. Uh, were you in town then, or you were no, already? I gone? was in West Virginia. But I wore, my, I wore my Pulse tank top that Andrew Spear designed mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah, yeah. I um, I saw some people were saying with my food delivery job, they're like, okay, Orange Avenue is going to be closed between here and... I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people took the time this year to just be reflective with it. That's... It was... This year was a healing year for me. Um going there so much with my food delivery job to Dunkin' Donuts, and I'd just park right there on the side street beside Paul's, just like whenever I'd go out there, you know? Yep. So it it seems like it's just been more healing the more I go like that and the more I'm there. I would agree. It's still a heavy feeling. That heavy feeling does not ever go away. You just learn to cope better. Yeah, whenever I take you people know. from out of town and we go there, it's, like, oppressive. yeah. It really is. I mean, if you spend the time there and walking around and stuff, it's just really weird. These barbecue fumes are great. Yes, we are at Wadeview Park again. And I have to tell you, we are. I got the vapors. Y'all are. It's it's Juneteenth when we're recording this. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. It's so great that it's a federal holiday now. And so we have all these bungalows over here. They all have people eating. And And grilling. They're grilling, using the grills. We got to do that again soon. Yes. We did that last year. We got to do that again. This would be a great spot to do it, too. Well, next weekend's Gay Pride. Let's have a little Gay Pride grill. That's true. That'd be fun. That is. Y'all come meet us at Wadeview Park. That. Wadeview Park, if you want to be a Gay Pride grill, we can even put a, we can hang stuff up because these other people, they even have one of those big, long um, background hangs up, hang up. That would be so cool if we had one with our with our logo, a whole bunch of logos on it, and then hang it up where people could take their picture with it in, yes. in the back. That would be like we are big time now. Yeah. <laughs> so West Virginia, how long were you there? A week? Uh, four days. 
four days. Oh, okay. Just a quick, just a quick trip to West Virginia. Nothing big. Nothing big. But I'm going back. And how was it? It was fantastic, John. Yeah. It was like being with family. I mean, I've never really. Well, you had were co- with family, your cousin and stuff, right? Yeah, but we've never had that experience okay. together. It's always been very brief. This was right. Excellent. Absolutely and you had mentioned excellent. how different it is from here. They drink moonshine for breakfast. And you can, and, and it's so dark, you can see out, you can see the skies. Forever. You can, you know, and like you said, there was what, only one air, one runway on the airport. Your baggage, they drove it up to you outside. The thing I didn't tell you is they had a bonfire for the kids. Mm-hmm. Do you know how they kicked it off? How? A quarter stick of dynamite. Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess that will light a bonfire. It also lets the neighbors know that they're lighting a bonfire. So in case something goes crazy. Oh, or in case anybody wants to come over and grill. But talk about having the poop emoji scared out of you. When that dynamite goes off, I lost my hearing. They should supply here. Here's some earplugs. Everybody put your earplugs in. Well, they had this we're big starting bo- the fire. They had the big pilot brush. Uh-huh. And so we're sitting at the front pirate pit. My cousin goes, well, we should go back there and see how many sticks are all over the yard. Oh, from being blown up from the dynamite. I mean, they're having a blowtorch around the edges and a settling right. blowtorch. And then they toss dynamite into it. I'm That's like, y'all crazy. are crazy. Yeah. That's, wow. That's small town stuff. <sighs> you couldn't do that here. Or- <laughs> Throw dynamite in a fire? <laughs> no. Oh, no, I'm just burning the brush from my backyard. <laughs> One little backyard. You said it was like 15 acres there, 15 so that's acres. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's it was beautiful funny. property. Shout out to my cousin, Christy. Hey, Christy, we love you. We love you. You can also, you might not be listening local because you're in West Virginia and our air, airwaves don't reach that far, but you can also find us at www.homohappyhour.com yes. where you can catch up on our past 53 episodes and listen to the 54th episode today. Yes, we're coming up on the good ones. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're going to have to start doing, I, I make a, I proclaim that we should start doing like extra stuff too, like podcast exclusives, because we did them a lot last year and we need to do some more this year. Yeah. But yeah, that involves lots of adult beverages. So getting into the local part. Yes, local. You've been gone for four days. But local, the center is teaming up with Midway Specialty Center, which is a doctor's office, which happens to be my HIV doctor, Dr. Jose Heron. And they're doing the HIV testing. And like you said, it was 24, it's 24 hours of testing that they're going to well, be open doing. All, all sorts of t- tests they're yes. going to be doing there. Yes, yeah, all the testing, yes. Yeah, that's um, I love Dr. Heron. He's been my doctor, my HIV doctor. Oh my gosh, for uh, twenty of my twenty-three, going on twenty-three years. Oh yeah. no, it is twenty-three years. Not going on. It's already been. Right. Yeah, for twenty of my twenty-three years, he's been my HIV doctor. That's a really good bond. And when I saw that they were teaming up with the center, I was just like, "Wow!" I think that's the twenty-fifth, correct? I believe it is. You can I look. I think it's next Saturday. At the, the LGBTQ Center of Orlando, and um, they're also on Instagram that you can find them up at that. And we always love our our food delivery guy, Mister Nick of Time. Yummy. T-H-Y-M-E, and you can go to his 
his website if you'd like to look at the menu or possibly you don't feel like cooking and you want to order some food. When you're thinking, where in the world can I find that nick of time? It's at time, T-H-Y-M-E, nick, N-I-C-K, dot com. And he just got a restaurant to be able to open. He has opened in a restaurant. Yay. Yeah, that was some big news last Tuesday that he was telling me Can about. I go back to the center for one second? You sure can. The center in Midway Specialty Care, it's going to be June 26th and 27th from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's at 1200 Hillcrest Street, right on the ground floor at yes. 102, right by the post office and Mills 50. And you can also go to pound sign the center 24 testathon and find out more information. That's what it's called, the testathon. Yep. Yes, which is a very, it's the first time I've heard it, and that is a very good. Yep, now that we're out and mingling again, everybody should know their status on where they're at. Yes, yes. Knowledge is power. Now that we're, we're creeping back to how everything used to be. Creeping. So we talked about Nick of Time. There's also theaprilfresh.com, our lovely drag queen, resident drag queen, which hopefully we're going to be back in the studio, hopefully soon. If not, if we're not back. Any day now. Well, well, I got an email that we're supposed to, um, that they're going to be talking to them about us getting back in the studio possibly or, you know, what's up, what's, you know, just basically an update on that. I'm like, oh, please, yeah, because, you know, things are opening back up. We should be able to be back in the studio. We're fully vaccinated. You don't have to ask us. I'll, I'll gladly tell you, and I'll show you my card, but you don't have to ask us so you don't go against the governor. But, <sighs> but uh, yeah, but I'm thinking realistically, my thought is they'll probably be in um, in, in fall when the fall semester starts back up since it's in summer semester now. So that's what my that's what my thought is. Hey baby. I heard that baby. Hey baby. They're playing cornhole and that's not <laughs> the bean toss. Be, yeah, bean toss cornhole. <laughs> They're not running around the park playing corn cornhole. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? There's also TorahHyman.com, our friend, T-O-R-A-H-I-M-A-N. And Tora, she's she's so busy now. She does cocktails and screams. Um, she does um, what she does, movies of horror movies. And she does Estefan's Kitchen Brunch. She, and she so much. And speaking of Tora, Camp Wanakiki Season 3 is supposed to be starting up. Oh, good. Yes, since, you know, because lockdowns have been lifted more all around and stuff, and we're getting back to normal, they were able to do it. Um, since then, they've been able to go ahead and fil- start filming it. Right. So I'm like, yes, I love that things are being filmed. And Beyonce? Beyonce is always busy. She is busier and busier. Um, I believe. Book in advance for that, the Dora Queen. The Dora Queen you have to book because it, it fills She's up. She has 50 extra people wait- waiting list for this Yes. Week. Yeah. It's, Congratulations, Beyonce. That's that's great. Beyonce. 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 <laughs> Whoop. Hey, Queen Bee. Congrats, Beyonce, too. We know you listen to our show. <laughs> we know Beyonce is every Tuesday. She probably flies down to Orlando just to listen to the Homo Happy Hour. Yes. And if weather doesn't permit, she finds it on www.homohappyhour.com. <laughs> and plug, she's plug, like, plug, plug. Jay-Z. That's why did I do a share? I don't know. Jay Z, that's my favorite show. Out loud Orlando, the homo happy hour. Y'all spill the tea. <laughs> Unfiltered. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Is our, that a street Our special sweeper? guest is flying in. 
Really? I think oh, it's they're, they're trucking them in. That's a big old truck. That's a septic tank pump. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what the pump. They're new looking. They're not round. That's so funny. Here we are talking about septic tanks now. Mm. So, and then there's our local bars that we have, you know, to give shout outs to, like District Dive. Savoy. Savoy and Stonewall. St. Matt's. And yes, Matt's Tavern. There's lots of them House around. on Church. House on Church, absolutely. They're doing a lot. Hamburger Mary's. I mean, that whole little district just popped up. Yes. And yes. Thankful for it. Yes. I wonder though. I wonder like how much businesses, how much businesses some of these bars are getting now. Well, there's always overspill since since Parliament House is closed and isn't even there anymore. <laughs> but since it's not there, I wonder how much of that if it's if they've seen increase in business. They had to have. I think so too. I do. From what I've seen, yeah. From yeah, from what I've seen, especially on weekend nights, I still I'm still more of the happy hour person. I have not gone anywhere at night. I I stayed over <laughs> until nighttime from happy hour before, but not. I don't know. I'm just. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's an age thing. So many people. It must be it an is. age thing because it's just weird. But District Dive is always fun to go to and everything's there. All these places Shout are fun. Shout out to Taylor. He makes a mean cocktail. Taylor's working there. And Joel. Joel. And then Addison has her night. Yep. Her nights that she's working there. Um, Jeff is working at Stonewall. Jeff Munzig. So I think that's great. I think April's there with him. April's working too. Yes. Yes. Over there. I think it's great. And it's just great because out of stuff that's happened that was bad like that, the community came together with, um, you know, to help each other. Reassemble. And we, our first story is also about a community coming together to help somebody. Yay. There were these gay men, a, a gay couple. And let me find their name for you. It's in um, Boston, Massachusetts area. Their name is Brian Furs and Lee Michael McLean. Well... They started, they both started getting a little more vocal in town hall meetings, and they were... Um, in their community. In their community, too, but yeah, yeah, town hall meetings in the community. They were doing all kinds of stuff, and then they start, one of them started serving in local government also. So, they started getting, for years, they've started getting humongous amount of magazine subscriptions. I think it's like 50 of them or 30 magazine, 30 of them. Um, And they were all sent to their house and they were named under some obscene names. But then the main one was like Michelle Fruitsy. Yeah. Michelle. Which is a combination of both of their names. Yes. That's just so fifth grade. It's very fifth grade. So they were like, oh my gosh. Okay. So what they did First of all, they had different things to say about it. They said, uh, how is that really harming someone? Because, you know, us gay men love to get our <laughs> cosmopolitan magazines. <laughs> we love our cosmopolitan magazines, our Vogue magazines and all that. So you're doing us Fashion a favor and for that. Fix. What more do you want? Exactly. But he did, He did though, they gave, him, they gave them, Michelle, um, a subscription to the Boston Globe. Well, they already had a subscription 
reaction to the Boston Globe. So they went ahead and put it back. Well, as it turns out, that was where the guy's handwriting was. And the handwriting from putting in the order in for it, they were able to say, okay, well, let me get this handwriting. So the guys published it on Facebook, and they said, hey, do you know this handwriting? And this lady happens to see it, who is a handwriting analysis, and so she goes ahead and she takes it, and then she goes to the um, public records department, and she's going through everything, and she finds out who it is, and it happens to be a neighbor of theirs from four houses down. Of course it is. He's always, they said he's always been nice, he waves hello, you know, they're not close, they're just neighbors, you know, but they said they would ne- that you would never expect that from him and when they asked him it was because um, he said well I did it because they're more they're out and about in local in the local and the more that I'm hearing from them and all that stuff the more it was getting to me yeah and I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe that and so they turned it into a hashtag they turned yes. up so they, Michelle I'm, I am Michelle Fruitsy is what the neighbors did. Yep. The whole community come together and they're like doing these posts and hashtag I am Michelle Fruitsy. You have to show solidarity. Yes. And they have a um, – the guys have a foundation. So what they were doing was raising money. And so they used the hashtag anybody that did the I am Michelle Fruitsy, then – it was for the Milton Pride Parade. Um, oh, no, no, no. That's not what it was for. Oh, All the Gay and Lesbian Center. Yes, for the Gay Straight Alliance at yes, two local schools. That's it. So he had a $25,000 um, goal set to raise. And they have raised, I believe it was like uh, $19,600 as of this past week. Good for them. So I'm like, oh my gosh, good for you guys. So the community is all coming together. Anybody that uses the hashtag I am Michelle Frenzel, they would send them a t-shirt that has it on there. And they raised all this money. That's brilliant. So that is taking a homophobe situation and making it. I mean, what do you think? Tell me what you think of that I story. I think it's brilliant. When I read it, I was like, this is brilliant. You take something that people are trying to hurt you with and you turn it into something that helps. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, that's how you do it. That's how we took queer and stuff like that because it was always all the words, the F-bomb word, the words that were used against us, although the F-bomb word isn't, you know, that's still a bad word. Yeah, I don't like that one. That one would, that one would be a fighting. Yeah. Um, depending on how it's used, but yeah. Unless it's with a, uh, somebody that I know. If it's a I sister know, saying, yeah. oh, please. F, please. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's Agua. a hot day out here. Although whenever everybody's listening, it's going to be raining. It's raining rain. Raining. It's raining men. <laughs> Hallelujah. Speaking of raining men, um, Bob Dylan. Have you ever thought of Bob Dylan as a gay ally or icon i mean you never really hear anything nope you don't you don't hear you know he's been around a while it's not like you hear anything like oh bob dylan you know oh, he was the poet of the 60s and 70s right right well now they have as he has been contacted to um 
be in this part of this EP, um, extended play, um, but it's a universal love is what it's called. And it's such a neat concept. Basically, the whole thing is to make songs that same-sex people can dance to at their wedding wedding reception. That's cool. Because... Because, you know, a, a lot of songs, it's like she and he are spe- specified. Um, it's all more straight, you know, heterosexual-leaning songs. So, now what he did, he did, um, he, he's pretty liberal and all, but, but there was a song that has been covered by Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Nat King Cole, and it's called She's Funny That Way. But what he did was he took it and rewrote it to He's Funny That Way. And they thought, you know, okay, the um, producer who did the compilation, they were like, okay, well, um, they're going to say, hey, how about if we can turn this song this way? No. It was Bob Dylan that said, hey, I got this idea. I can do this song. But instead of saying she, say he. I'm like, all right for you, Bob Dylan. And even though he's never been, you know, he's never been – out and about screaming for gay rights, he's been a quiet hero. And they're one they're as wonderful as the screamers. Exactly. And that's I think gets missed a lot. But that, you know, people are like, oh, you know, they Well you have to have pressure from the you know, inside and the outside. I think in order it takes everything. Exactly. It takes every single thing. Now, what about um, we're going from Bob Dylan to another one, and I know you're going to be like, "Oh," but we just spoke on the f bomb earlier. But Kid Rock, I know. So on June 5th, Kid Rock made a homophobic remark, um, and basically, um, um, hold on, let me think. Um, Kid Rock, I'm still stuck there. Right. Uh, but anyway, he's like, if Kid Rock using the F word offends you, good chance you are one. And he, he did that as that was his reply to it, saying, either way, I know he has a lot of love for his gay friends and I will have a talk with them. Um, and I'll have a talk with them. Have a nice day. Because he was saying that's pretty much the actual person he is, Bob Ritchie, saying it about Kid Rock because Kid Rock said it. And a lot of people I come through because what he did was he came through. The I think the original one was like he did it was like um, met, you know like a F, the other f bomb your iPhone yeah and then he turned to the crowd and said you. F bomb with your iPhones out. And so that's what it was. And then he got backlash for that. And then he turned around and still used it in his homophobic rant to go back. You know, it's, it's, but other people have come up and they can clap back as we do. <laughs> and someone says, What's the slur for someone who hasn't been relevant since 1998? Seriously. <laughs> I, think that's I don't give great. him oxygen. It's like that new, nougat. Whatever his name was. Ted, Ted Nugent. Nugent. Ted Nugent. Yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. Take your cat scratch fever and go get it treated. It's, gosh, that was from the 70s mm-hmm. <laughs> or 80s. Um, 70s. But, and it's not the first time that Kid Rock has, has used the F-bomb. No, he's an idiot. He's you know, just uses it. It's like, oh, come on. 
I don't get it. I don't get it. But someone says, um, and someone else says, funny how bigots always claim to have friends of whatever particular slur they happen to be slinging. Seriously. Because, he, yeah, yeah, it's, I, I'm not. I'll a, bring him back sometime and show you. I have him. I have a confession to make. What? I, I've never been a Kid Rock fan. Uh, no, he looks but, dirty. Uh, he, he, greasy. He looks like a grease monkey. Like he should be. You know, nothing against grease monkeys, but he just doesn't look like anyone that I would be like. Oh yeah, that's what I want. Mm. But just like what he talks about, there are other things that we've talked about this before about straight people things that they think are gay, you know. But now there's like there's an article on 34 different things that if you do any of them, you're looked at as 100% gay. So it's like everyone who woke up first had a sleepover is gay now. Everyone who grew up liking Greek myths is gay now. Who makes these things up? People. People they. who need people? <laughs> and people who do need people. People who hate people. <laughs> people who hate people. Everyone who liked There's Gotta Be More to Life by Stacey Orico as a kid is gay now. Sorry, I don't make the rules. If the original Pink Ranger was your favorite, then you're probably gay now. That one's true. <laughs> Everyone who knew all the words to Fergalicious in middle school is gay now. <laughs> or has 18 kids. Yeah. Truth is, everyone who wrapped blankets around them like this as a kid is gay now. As a, <laughs> a as cape. A cape oh. Which is crazy. Now they just do cosplay. Everyone who lived for Home Depot's light section as a kid is gay now. True. That doesn't make sense. Yes, it is. Oh, lighting. <laughs> it's yes. true. Yes. True, true, true. Many. Everyone who reads this as a kid is gay now, and it's the the, the Finding Dory. That's funny. Anyone who played the thimble in Monopoly is gay now. <gasps> I feel seen and I know, I know. I feel seen and attacked I always wanted to be the car, but then my brothers and sister, we'd get the car first, and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'll Cat be the fight thimble. Sounds. These charcoal fumes. <laughs> Everyone who had an ancient Egyptian face when they were a kid is gay now. <laughs> you know my bathroom. I feel seen on that. You but know do you my feel bathroom. attacked too? No, because I'm gay. Okay. Yeah, because I'm gay. So everyone who went to the nurse's office way too much in elementary school is gay now. Stuff like that. I just can't believe everyone who listened to. Oh, oh my gosh. No. Everyone who listened to this album is gay now, and it is showing an album. The um, um, Jessica Simpson's younger sister, Ashley Simpson, her autobiography album, which was her first album. I had two copies of it. Uh-oh. Everyone who played viola in their middle school orchestra is gay now. I never did that. Anyone who uses the word frenemy is gay now. Frenemy. That's something that Rob Ward used to use a lot. But he's gay. Is he? Yes. <gasps> That's shocking. Peace Sparkle. Peace Sparkles is gay. But this is all kind of things. Um, but speaking of gay, now let's go into a little moment of, um, let me see, Hi, of 
Luca, the movie Luca that's coming out. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And also Bollywood. And what do they have in common? Well, we're just talking about stuff that are gay and perceived. Oh, this is gay. If you do this, this is gay. Although we were having fun with it. And the other one is basically, um, just to first go into it, Luca. You know, the movie, the Pixar movie? The movie Pixar. Yes. Could that possibly be Pixar's first gay movie? Could it? Could it? Because it's about the two little boys, but they're actually fish boys. That's what I call them. They have scales. They look like fish. But um, but they turn into boys. So the analogy is there because the story is all about them with their friends and them having to be a human they can't be themselves and then they need to come out to be themselves and that's the gay analogy that's interesting. that is, is being inferred supposedly if you watch it i would love to know what you think hmm. if you've seen Homework. luca or going to see i know I know. Oh, well, I have to ask Luca about Luca. I know. Every time I see it on there, that's what I think of as Luca. I'm like, Luca. I said in the trailer like three times. He's like, stop sending me the trailer to Luca. He's like, stop it. Stop it. If you really want to get him going, sing Suzanne Vega to him. Oh, yes. He's like, I haven't heard that a million times. Right. Right. And then Bollywood. Bollywood. Bollywood is stereotyping um, gay men, which I wonder, could that be an appropriation? You know how people talk about misappropriation when you misappropriate um, some uh, different cultures, cultural misappropriation? Well, are these Balinese actors or are... Or Indian actors? They are Indian actors. And in India, um, homosexuality is very much looked down upon. But in the Bollywood movies, the guys are always wearing... One thing I saw in the article, they said the guys are wearing um, flamboyant colors, bright flamboyant colors. But to that's me... That's part of the whole Indian I'm culture, like, though. Yeah, that's what, me. that's what I thought, too. I'm like, but wait a minute. The whole culture is that way. Yeah. But, um, but they also, though, they, they said that they talk with a gay accent. Did you know we have a gay accent? Um, Unless they're talking about a yeah. lisp, you know, and that's not really real, but that is the stereotype. Then they're talking about... Um, talking about um, Bali. Talking about... Bollywood. We're going to Bollywood. Ooh, it is windy out here, child. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and then they're talking about that their limp, their wrists are limp. That when they Broken. walk, they walk with a sh- with a swish. It's just all the stereotypes that, and that, and that you never see two gay guys hanging out together. It's a gay guy that has a whole bunch of friends that are girls. So it's stereotyping. But do you what do you think of stereotyping gays in movies? Well, for a long time, it was just anybody to get representation was great. Exactly. And now I think with... Ooh. Was that me? No, it was me. Oh, I was going to say I didn't feel it. So. <laughs> I think now it's wonderful with actual people that have the experience playing those parts. Yeah. Like Pose. I thought Pose is... That's groundbreaking. That TV show yes. will go down in history. Yes. For the topics and the actors that they had portraying the topics. Yes. Absolutely amazing. So with Bollywood, I think the whole culture is catching up to where we're at. We're a little more advanced than they are. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. At least that 
if I was in India right. and I saw the representation, at least I'd know I wasn't alone. Exactly. I think I the way I look at it is like we were there before. You know, we were there before, so you have to start somewhere. Like you said, it's representation. In India, it's not like there's a lot of representation since it's looked oh, that, down upon. The list we were talking about earlier. Yes. The TV list. That goes back to 1971. Yes. So we've had, what, 30, 50 years 50. of seeing people on, on TV? I know as a kid, I saw some of those shows that you listed. Yeah. And it showed me there's more. Yep. Yep. And then when I got 13, I started being able to go to the Seminole County Library and get books by, like, The Front Runner by Patricia Neal Warren, which was a book about a high school runner and his coach is gay, and he teaches him life. Right. You know? And then I, I, from that, I found more books and more books. You know what was a book? I want to I read the book now because I watched this. It's only asked for one season on Prime called um, Panic. It's kind of like the Hunger Games, and it's about this game type of a thing, but it's all in this small town, and the kids are doing it. After Whenever you are a senior in high school, you can play the game for this large amount of money. But it could kill you. Like Slender Man. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no. I like stuff like that. But you, what, like what you were talking about, Pride on TV. Yes. You know, that we have. Um, 1971, I, um, that was whenever they had an All in the Family, which was its first year. They, had a, um, they were the first sitcom with a storyline featuring a gay character. And, of course, Archie, because it was one of Archie's friends from that he was in the service with, I think. Yeah. And he was like, what? You're you're fruity? fruity? No, you're not fruity. And Archie had a hard time coming to terms with it. Um, but that was one of the first ones like that, too. And then Maude. And then, yeah, and, but Norman Lear. Yeah, Norman Lear had a whole bunch of them because he had um, – he had – a gay couple in Hot L, Baltimore, like you were talking about earlier, in 1975. A trans woman on the Jeffersons in 1977. I remember that episode. And a trans main character on a show that was only in 1977. It was short-lived called All That Glitters. I want to look some of these up, though. Hot L, Baltimore Roku. informed me as a kid. Really? It was out and open. It was originally a play. And they brought the play to TV. Oh. And Kachita Farrell, that was in Two and a Half mm-hmm. Men. She was one of the streetwalkers in Hot Al Baltimore. Oh, wow. Because they brought her from Broadway to reprise the role on TV. Oh, wow. I love when And I then do the that. older gay people were like 60, mm-hmm. 65, which was, as a kid, oh my gosh. You can like live your whole life and have a partner and. Yeah, you could do it all. You can. Um, 1973, An American Family. We were talking about that, a PBS documentary that was like a... um, That was very informative. Very, very. And it had... um, They had one of the the family's son, his name was Lance. He was openly gay. And society was not hospitable to gay people, of course. And And they filmed it, I think, over 20 years. And there was an American family that came out 20 years after. Yes, yes. That was a groundbreaking documentary. And then one that we love. <laughs> the, your, the poor kids, I wonder if they even know about Soap. Or Mary Hartman, Not, Mary Hartman. Yes, all of them. But Soap, of course, had Billy Crystal's character, Jody. He was the first memorable, memorable gay series memorable. regular. Memorable. 
Memorable. Memorable. I'm eating marbles. <laughs> Good. Memorable. It's the charcoal fumes. Oh, they're all sitting down eating now. Hey. <laughs> Bring a plate. Jose calls me Gladys Kravitz. I'm like, I'll take it. Abna. Abna. St. Elsewhere, because they had a closeted politician story during the AIDS storyline that they did. Um, Early Frost. One Life to Live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was Judith Light, right? She was on that one? Yeah, he, she was on yeah. that one. But the gay one was an Oakley gay teen. Was, his name was Billy Douglas, but it's played by Ryan Felipe. Really? The actor, yes. Um, it was a groundbreaking because they hadn't had any gay characters on daytime. Um, the only kind of things that they would do, because it was in 1992 whenever he was on there, but the only... Um, um, the only other time they would do that is if they had a straight guy play in drag to, to right. not be caught by the police or right. something. Bosom buddies. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 2009, All My Children, um, they had the first lesbian character in 83 and then the first same-sex wedding um, of two of them, too. Then um, some of these, that's like getting into where we know, like My So-Called Life. Right. The my, from 1994, it was a high school drama, and it had Wilson Cruz whenever he was a kid. Um, and we all know Wilson Cruz. He was Angel and Party Monster. He right. was, um, he's been in everything. He's been cut up. And he's always playing a gay character. That was when the, the whole thing with that was him playing a gay man playing a gay character. And then, of course, Real World, San Francisco in 94, which we all know that about, you know, Pedro, Zamora, then Ellen. And Puck. The ori- yeah. And the original Ellen. And then Ellen again. And then she came out again. And Will and Grace, the original Will and Grace, uh, Queer as Folk. The L Word. The L Word. Angels in America. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I forgot about that one. Modern Family. So RuPaul's Drag Race, of course, we have to say that. <laughs> Orange is the New Black. Transparent. Supergirl and Black Knight Lightning because Supergirl had the first transgender superhero. Uh, Dreamer. Her name is Dreamer. Nia Now. Um, and it's played by a trans woman. And then uh, Black Lightning has the first lesbian superhero, Anissa Pierce, who is Thunder, and then Blackbird. And then Batwoman, right. the CW's Batwoman, she's lesbian, the first one and the second one, because there's two Batwoman on there. Mm. It's very, that's a very lesbian-centric. I think the only straight one is Alice and, um, and what's his name, Air Dream, <laughs> the guy that's on, the guy that Alice loves so much. Okay. That one. You don't watch Batgirl? No. Oh, Arthur, <laughs> the <laughs> Arthur, the cartoon. Oh, poor Arthur. Uh, yes, it's um, Mr. Radburn, who's the junior school teacher, and he took the plunge in 2019, marrying the chocolate shop owner Patrick Arthur. And they had others, or Patrick, and then Arthur and other students got attended the wedding. Pose, of course, you know, just like you were saying, what you already caught. I mean, it's, and Sesame Street just added a couple that has a daughter, a a oh, they gay did? couple that added a daughter. Yeah, on Friday. I love Sesame Street. Yes, I love that they them. brought in a homeless kid. That they're bringing in a kid that has two dads, and they've had the HIV kids. Yeah. Um, what's her name? I can't remember what her name was. I have one that had HIV. Um, P- Polly Peony. 
I can't remember her name, but she's pink. <laughs> so, I also have some more stuff we're talking about. Like what, boo? <laughs> Milo Yanapopoulos. Oh, don't give her any air. Oh, but yes, let's do. Is she on broke? Broke.com now? No, he is ex-gay now. Supposedly he is ex-gay. I wonder if his roommate knows that. Now get this. If somebody doesn't know who we're talking about, Milo Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos. He is basically a far-right pundit and former Breitbart editor. And he did an interview with a Christian outlet called True News. And he said that God gave him an oddly specific sign that he's been cured of being homosexual. <laughs> so his gag reflex return when he made the announcement about being an ex-gay the very first thing that happened is that dogs stopped barking at him he said that before when he was you know the gay right you know okay i'm gay but i speak for i speak for the right of, for all the gays of the right all two of you and he's like i i speak for them <laughs> and dogs would be barking at him but then once he came out as ex-gay dogs stopped barking and he thinks that was a sign maybe he took a shower oh please he probably had beef jerky in his pocket or something and the dogs they don't raw meat yeah he was pulling a gaga <laughs> she had sirloin underpants he's still gay it was raw meat <laughs> Sirloin underpants. Yes. <laughs> no. I wondered who bought Lady Gaga's meat dress. I followed him, and he's just a train wreck. Mm-hmm. He's a train wreck. And Sometimes he's just that's looking entertaining. For um, yes, he it is. would be if he wasn't so detrimental to what we're trying to. Yeah, the equality if we're it, trying if to get. His loud voice didn't didn't coerce some people. Well, guess what he wants to do? He wants to open up a conversion camp in Florida. I don't think that'll go well. And we're we're not one. We we're not one of the states that ban conversion therapy. That won't go well. No, it won't. It's already been tried. Exodus. Right. I mean, they had a Fort Lauderdale. I mean, the branch. fight that they had in Sarasota about lighting up the bridge in rainbow colors. Uh huh. That's crazy. I, it really is. I mean, I'm glad that the city of Sarasota won in that fight, but our state is not favoring us right now. No. In any way. Unless you're, like, in Orlando. Um, But the state itself is not. Not a call to action. Just be aware of what's happening to you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just... I find I don't just um, listen what the news says. I look at other things, too, because... You miss out on so much with just a small clips for a news, you know, headline, you know. I was talking with my doctor on Thursday, and he's like, we don't realize what a little tiny great bubble we live in here. Right, we really right on the outside of this bubble, it's not the same. Exactly. And I found that in West Virginia. And it really became more so friendly for us when um, after Pulse happened. Absolutely. It's, It's only been in the past five years that you've seen... More rainbow flags and love, out love hate, and all kind of things that well, you just didn't see before. We've only had gay marriage legally for six years. True, and it's still at times I'm odd seeing couples together. Yes, being couples. Yes, sometimes I'm like, wow, that it. still like, flips me out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a positive, but it's like, well. Yeah, it's a positive, but it, it's still just because something is a shock doesn't mean it's a negative. It's sometimes you're shocked positively. 
Right. And that's what we'll, we are always positive. <laughs> There's a famous blacklight store in malls. Uh-huh. So they have a wonderful selection of pride stuff this year. Mm-hmm. And it was mind-blowing to go into this mall in West Virginia and there's the one human family and all the flags and all this merchandise and I'm like this is crazy I tell you um, at the dispensary at, at one of the dispensaries I went to this past week oh I didn't bring it with me they had pride shirts which has their logo the emblem of a leaf and then they um, want one uh, oh, and it has each of the leaves going down, and then it's, it's going through and talking about out love hate each one of them. So nice. Well, they gave me a bandana, and it doesn't have any of the pride colors. It's just all different with the leaves. But in the middle, it's also out love hate. I like that. Yep. Yeah. That's the only way to do it. They even have pre rolls for us. A pre roll is a is one marijuana medical marijuana cigarette. And they have pre rolls for us that are called Pride Pre Rolls. Nice. They're rainbow color. Oh, we'll have to pick up a couple of those. <laughs> They're doing it for the whole month of June. They did that last year too. And we get a whole month. I know. We should get a whole month. We get a whole month, and then all these places are putting together. Their, people are starting to get together to figure out what they want to do for Come Out With Pride. October 9th, Lake because Eola. It's October 9th. It, I have a feeling it is going to be huge, not to copy the Fun Spot guy, but I really think it's going to be major this I'm year. I'm looking forward to it. So am I. So am I. Um, Even though I'm going to be selective on how much of the crowd I'm going to be going into. Yeah. But I'm still looking forward to seeing my community. Yes, and it not being – I mean, they, they pulled it off last year with the parade. But now to be able to actually go out with our local community, come out with pride, it, that's just going to be great. Yep. I, I think it's going to be really big this year. Here's to hoping. Yeah, as long as they weren't any of those gays. Oh, so – Something that you and I used to always, we followed, was this group called Gays Over COVID. They were the ones oh, yeah. that were, like, putting everyone down if they found, like, like uh, COVID parties happening and house parties happening yep. and stuff like that. Well, what are they going to do now, I wonder? Well, wait till this fall and let's see if they pop back up. Because <laughs> that's true. I mean, New York is lucky because they've already reached 75% vaccination. Yes. We're at 40. Why isn't, I mean, I'm not going to put a call to action to get vaccinated, but I just don't understand knowing that this, that we have this variant that is already in Florida too. It's in 49 of the 50 states. And to have that variant, which is worse, and have that and then not get vaccinated. Or if you have children, why would you not get vaccinated? Because you know your children can't get vaccinated yet. I'm talking children under Some people 12. don't trust it. That Some I, people don't think it's that bad until it immediately affects them. I know someone that got COVID um, and um, she won't get the shot because she wants, she says she doesn't trust it. I'm not, I don't want to take an experimental shot. Well, with our mRNA technology that they've developed right. in 35, 40 years because of HIV, it helped expedite all this. Exactly. So it's not really experimental. It just That's got approved, but it works. And COVID-19 is just the 19th version of COVID. I mean, the, the SARS-CoV virus or whatever it's called, um, the actual medical name for it. They, they've already been researching SARS, which is the COVID. 
So I've taken experimental medicines for 30 years. To me, I, exactly. it's a no-brainer. That's that's how I think too. Now, the person that said that to me also has been in the service where they were given a lot of experimental well, shots they were, they and were, things. Well, they were for good reason. Right. Overseas, there's all sorts of things that you exactly. can't get here. And some of it's to pump up your immune system in case you get gassed. And stuff that we've that has been eradicated here isn't there and you yep. can get it and then come back. Yeah, so they have to Deneg, get lots of fever, shots. malaria. Yeah. You have to get all those shots when you travel to other countries. Yes, especially Middle East countries. I mean, you would get those shots before you went over there. Mm-hmm. I know. I, that's why I don't understand. Now, this person also never takes the flu shot, but that's not because it's experimental. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that's their choice. I, that's exactly what I say. That's the choice. That's the choice. It is. We both neat. had somebody like catch COVID, and we saw how fast that was. Exactly. No. Exactly. That's why no. I know. I was just like, uh, uh-uh, I don't think so. That wigged me out. Yeah. R.I.P. Ray. Yeah. A matter of fact, it's almost been a year. I know. And his birthday was on the 12th. Yep. I was thinking about him a lot. I yep. was talking to my therapist about He's it. been on my mind, too. A lot. I was like, God, it's just weird not getting a text from him, you yeah. know, which also this being uh, the five year with Pulse, it makes me think about about DJ, about justice, DJ justice. And because it's going to be five years coming up in October this year. And I'm just like. It's, there's just so much. 2016 was a horrible year, but now it's five years later. I, I'm so glad that I'm I'm still here. <laughs> right. That's the main thing. It's like, oh my gosh, with everything and all the people, I'm so glad that I'm here. And this year, I've just gotten to where I just really think of the good memories and celebrate it for what it was. But... I agree with you. Not not wanted again because and not wanting it again because life has happened five years, you know. So yeah, but it is that time of the day. Really? It is. It is. Wow, that just flew by. Superfly. That was episode fifty-four of the Homo Happy Hour Out Loud Orlando, which you can catch us at www.homohappyhour.com. Always fight the good fight. Always swing first. Let justice roll. Look, we are a dysfunctional family, but we are still one human family, even if we are dysfunctional. Laugh at life because life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Enjoy your Pride Month. Yes, it's Pride Month. Get out, have a good time. And I'm DJ Crazy JC John. I love you, and we will... See you next Tuesday. The plane. There's a progressive pride flag now.